All right, welcome back, everybody. We're live again with a Star Wars with the boys. How you doing, Afton? Not doing too bad. How about you, Sammy? I'm all right. I'm all right. Did you watch Ahsoka? Yes. This week I did. Good? Yeah. Good. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So there's really not much else to talk about besides Ahsoka. That's the biggest thing with uh, Star Wars right now, obviously. Um, so we'll get right into that here in a second. Um, I guess one thing I wanted to mention that I kind of came to a surprise to me, but I, I did find out the, um, the actress for Hera, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is actually the wife of Ewan McGregor, which I did not know. So it's pretty cool that we have. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, but we also have his wife as Hera in the galaxy. So that's pretty cool, I thought. Yeah, keeping it two actors in the same family, that's kind of crazy right there. Yeah, I mean, they both have prominent roles, which is neat. Um, another thing I really wanted to talk about was the viewership for Ahsoka, which some people might not care, but personally, I care because... You know, it affects stuff that comes out in the future. And, you know, with that being said, Disney is the only person, the only people who control their numbers, right? No one else can really for sure say, oh, this is how many views it's got, right? Only Disney can say, all right, this is how many people watch this show. They're the only ones who can log what their site is showing, right? With that being said, earlier this week, we could get reports. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a a group that has done reports for other shows that came out and has been fairly accurate with the numbers that they've put out. And they said that the show put out like 1.4 million household views, which is for its premiere is awful. That was around what Andor put out, right? For instance, Kenobi put out about 14 million, but with Fett around the same ballpark. Right around there in that area, I think I think Kenobi might have done even done fifteen. So that comes out. Then later this week, Disney actually comes out, which they don't usually do this with this early on in the week, unless you know I'll get to it in a second. Unless things are being portrayed in a different light, but they come out and say they did worldwide fourteen million household views. So almost ten times as many views they said they put out, right? So it's a little bit confusing, right? Because 14 million is one of the best shows that they, they put out. I mean, I'm not going to say they're liars, but it, I don't feel a hype for Ahsoka like I felt for Kenobi or Boba Fett, right? I've seen a lot of TV spots for it, but I don't hear a lot of people talking. I don't see it on social media too much. But supposedly Ahsoka has done 14 million household streams, right? So that means every account is a, technically a household stream. So, you know, if an account has watched it, that's one household stream. With that being said, I mean, it's a little interesting that they put it out after there were reports of them hitting 1.4 million. Right? And the way, you know, the other company gets that 1.4 million is they do a survey and they do a grand scheme of surveys. And you might be like, oh, surveys are always inaccurate. Once you get to a certain level of number of people in a survey, 
it's usually accurate. They get like once you get to like six thousand people, you can kind of start getting numbers that are way accurate than you know ten people. Obviously, if you just ask twenty people, your numbers are going to be skewed as all can be. But if you ask six thousand people, you've kind of got a good idea, you know. Especially if you know they have, you know, you go ask, do you have a Disney Plus account? Okay, they do. And so you can ask them, hey, have you watched this? You know, like that that's a pretty good way to start asking people. They got 1.4, Disney says 14. That's literally a 10 times difference. It is interesting. I, I'm not going to dive too deep into it. I just want to kind of bat an eye out for that because supposedly Disney's in another lawsuit with investors for skewing their numbers for uh, the stock, right? So, I mean, I don't want to say this is what this is, but I mean, quite literally in the same week to get another lawsuit for something that's, you know, in the same stratosphere as streams, it's a little interesting to me. So I definitely want people to kind of keep an eye out. Um, it, it's a We'll see how that evolves as the show keeps coming out. Anything on that topic, though, Afton? Uh, no, I mean, kind of... It really sucks to see that they could be doing that, especially because they, they they have the exclusive rights to Disney Plus. Of course, they're the only ones that stream this. They're the only ones that are out there. But I completely agree with Sammy that this is not nearly getting as much hype like in person as some other shows. Like I think even Kenobi was getting more like verbal hype it's from what I'm hearing. Definitely not. Like Andor had some really bad uh, press. Right, its promotion for Andor was pretty poor. And I think Mandalorian season three was also a terrible promotion. I mean, it was probably Kenobi. I think Bubble Fett had probably some of the most promotion, then Kenobi, then Mandalorian season three, then Andor, then Bad Batch, then Tales of the Jedi. Right. Ahsoka is like somewhere in the middle to me. I've seen quite a few TV spots, but it's all been like since the show's come out. Like before the show came out, I did not see very much. So I am interested to see how it goes with that. And not only has the promotion been all over the place, the actual talking about it. I mean, I'm on, and we are, I'm a YouTuber, right? I, I say that because I'm all over social media, right? I'm looking for these kind of things to make a video about, like I'm, I'm kind of keeping a batful eye. I don't see a whole lot of Ahsoka hype. I see a lot. I see a lot more than I did for Andor, that's for sure. Or Mandalorian season three, but it's not like, you know, it's not to these extreme 14 million numbers that you would expect. And you'd figure there'd be a lot, too. Because Ahsoka is a show where if you haven't seen um, if you haven't seen Rebels, you're going to be sitting here confused a good bit on a lot of these little points. So you not, not a lot, and it's not to the point you can't watch Ahsoka, but I, I'm just surprised you're not seeing a whole bunch of little shorts saying, Ahsoka explained. So in Rebels, this is what happened. This, and that's is, this, is, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. If you're a Star Wars content creator, it seems to be the biggest thing right now for them. But if you're not a Star Wars person, you're not seeing this at all, right? When Boba Fett was coming out or Mandalorian Season 2, we'll put Mandalorian Season 2. Mandalorian Season 2 was coming out. It didn't matter if you were a Star Wars fan. You were hearing about this show because it was groundbreaking for people. Like, oh, did you did you see the finale of Mandalorian Season 2? Like, Mandalorian Season 2 is the biggest season of a show on Disney Plus for a reason because it was, you know, it broke the news. I'm not seeing the same thing from Ahsoka, and they're saying the numbers are similar, which I'm kind of, you know, it's kind of a weird result to come to, but we'll see as the show evolves. Because I, I definitely like where the show's going, and we'll kind of get into that here now. Um, but with all of that, where did you rate this show out of 10? 
This episode, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I liked it. Like the less than the other two? Because you gave the other two 8.5 out of 10. I did. Um. Yeah, not much less. Uh. I, I think they're building up for the coming episodes, but I did think that uh, some of the points they were trying to portray and make, and Hera was really falling to the, um, what's it called, the, the the politics of all this, which is kind of where the show is leading, obviously. But at the same time, that just doesn't seem like something. Uh, See, I, I actually liked it a little bit better than the last two episodes. I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I gave the first two episodes an 8 out of 10. I gave this one an 8.5. Rounding, if I had to round it up to a, a number, I would probably say 9. I actually liked it a little bit better. For the reasons that the action scenes were much better, I thought the whole flying dog fighting sequence was amazing, right? So I liked it better than the fighting sequence in the first two episodes, right? Second thing is the slower parts, the Sabine and Ahsoka parts. I actually liked better than I like the other ones. I'm still not the biggest fan of Sabine's character and the way they're evolving that relationship with Ahsoka, but I think the way they did it in this episode is a little more accurate, more prominent, more important than the other ones. Still not to where I would like to see it, but better, right? For instance, when Ahsoka is with Sabine and they're talking, she might be cringy, but she's saying cringy things because that's what it is. Star Wars is cringy. But she's also being you know pretty understandable the whole thing with the force right and she's teaching her how we see every other jedi scene taught you know put on a mask and avoid use the force like it's it's stuff that we've seen before it's not a new concept it's not this out of this world concept and most of all i like that we're seeing sabine actually go through some trial and tribulation with her training that's something that we've struggled with with some characters recently in shows and just Disney products is characters aren't going through trials and tribulations. And Sabine, she's not Force-sensitive pretty much, right? She's obviously, we, we learn in Ahsoka, you know, everyone has an attached to the Force. Some are better at it than others, right? And we're learning Sabine's pretty poor at it. And it's nice to see some actual trial and tribulation, some character being built into Sabine. And that's something that I thought, you know, they didn't do too well in the first episode or two where they aren't really showing too much of that, right? We see her lose, but we see her lose and then heal from a, a stab of a lightsaber that would kill most people, right? And so I didn't like that. And so I, I think they're kind of doing better. And then the thing with Hera, a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people thought Hera was out of character. I thought that was right on the money. People said that, oh, Hera has always been patient. That's not how she would have reacted. That's not true. I don't believe that at all. Every time Hera wanted to get something done, she would act mature. She would be the more patient character. But if you watch Rebels, every time Hera had anything to do with her, the Phoenix Squadron, she always was very defensive and reactive. And so that reaction, I thought, was on point to her character when talking to the senator during that meeting with Mon Mothma, which, side point, that senator is... Um, this, he's the father of, if you guys know the animated series Rise of the Resistance, the series that no one cares about, the main character of that, his dad is that senator. And his dad we see die on um, in uh, Force Awakens when the planet gets blown up. I can't remember. Hosnian Prime. Uh, one of the centers that we see, like looking in the sun, that was, one of, that was his dad. So it was cool to see that too. But anyways, 
all that being said, the things that like, you know, I struggled with, like the slowness, the character development, the character relationships, I thought they did a little bit better than this one. They got rid of some of the stuff that I thought they didn't need. Hence why it was a little bit shorter and I kind of liked. Um, yeah. Anything else after? I, I, I want to take it back. It's not an eight. I, it's not much of a move, but I'm putting it to eight and a half because it definitely was at least on par to the previous two episodes. Because if you put the episode together, there was not one dull moment in it. it, it that, that, that really right there, that, that's right on the money. I have a pretty short attention span. That's just because I'm pretty stupid. But I was intrigued for the episode the entire time. Even whenever uh, Sabine was being trained with Ahsoka and Hu Yang. And there, there were some funny moments in there where Hu Yang was uh, telling her how horrible she is. Like very bluntly. And it was just funny to see. It was, it was all around. There, there's really not much poor to say. And I, I kind of like what Sammy said. Where um, sub, uh, Hera's character probably wasn't that out. Because she was one of the more mature characters. Uh, in the rebel series but i agree that maybe she took the line too far when she said oh you just sat on the side waiting to see who came on top but like her reaction her attitude is kind of on point to what her character would have done i believe now that's just my opinion on it and the other thing was i i'm gonna be honest it's setting up the show but this is the last episode for that if 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 it does that again, the next episode, I want to be hypercritical of it um, because I'm sick of shows. Be like, all right, this show is a little bit slower, but it's setting up the series and it's doing that the next three episodes. And then we get to the end and the finale is dog water. The reason I don't think this is going to happen is because we've seen Dave Filoni do this multiple times in other projects, such as Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels, where he doesn't just do one peak at the end. He does multiple peaks through this series. So I do expect the next episode to be a banger. Um, and I do, I do expect us to keep getting better, more intense content through the series. But I'm not going to lie. It, it is another build-up episode. It is another exposition episode, which is why it's not a nine for me. It's why it's an eight and a half. It's, it's kind of hard to make it, you know, high ranking for me. You know, exposition is, it's important, but it's not always the most intriguing. It's there because it has to be, but not because you want it. Right. And so... I, again, I, I did love parts of it, you know, like the whole sequence. And I think everyone kind of universally agrees the whole sequence with them flying away from Shin, Haiti and Morak, uh on the, the NAB planet. And they were like flying within all of the Pergil whales it was like a really cool shot in sequence. And I, and I actually really liked that. That whole flying sequence was awesome. You know, I love the Ahsoka going out in space, putting on the suit and, you know, destroying a ship and then kind of getting stuck in space. Like that whole sequence was awesome. It was a very good sequence all around. Um, I love the Jason Sindula thing that we get. I don't know if he's going to be too important of a character, but you can kind of see where she's already setting up. Like, yeah, I know you want to be a Jedi, you know, and, it, you know, it's cool to see that already started to build up. And I like that relationship as well. Everything's going on point everything's on par for it's supposed to be it's not bad i do like it i just if i get another exposition episode i'm gonna be livid though i'm not because i can't i've done this with three episodes three shows now you know bad batch and i'm sorry bubble fett oh the next episode's gonna set up the next episode it did it until the finale and then the finale was trash and and or you literally the next episode you're like okay it's gonna we're here they're literally ready for this 
you know, heist. And that's literally what the next episode is about. It's like, how did we get another episode about getting ready for the heist, right? So I've had it to the line with that stuff. And I don't think, again, because I do, you know, I'm not as confident as everyone else. Everyone's like, oh, Dave Filoni, he's, you know, he's it. He's, you know, I do think Dave Filoni is any hope. If we have any hope left for a Star Wars fan, I think he's what we have left. But I'm not as confident, you know what I mean? Because John Favreau had his series botched in Bad Batch. I mean, I've been uh, Boba Fett, right? And it wasn't his fault. It was Disney's fault. They We got plenty of reports and rumors afterwards that Captain Kennedy and Disney executives came in and told him to put Grogu back in and told him to do this, right? But it, that doesn't mean the show can't be ruined, right? Just because the guy in charge, the guy producing and writing is great, his show can still be taken away and ruined. I think this there's the same possibility with uh, Ahsoka, you know. With all that being said, I, I I did again. I did like it. Let us know what you guys thought of it down in the comments. Um, I want to know what you guys think of the the series so far altogether. Uh, you know, is it, has everyone watched it? Are you guys hyped about it? Have you been hearing a lot? Because I also kind of want to know. Like maybe I'm just skewed. Maybe I haven't seen the hype. Maybe the hype is there. I just. You know, 14 million, if I'm being honest, I'm gonna and I'm gonna be honest, 14 million seems a little too much. I think Disney might have skewed that number. I know it's worldwide, but 14 million means that's like one of their best shows ever, right? And I just don't see that hype. The hype doesn't seem to be matching one of the best shows ever. You know what I mean? So I am interested to see what you guys all think. You know, if you guys are seeing the hype, and maybe I'm just not. Um it is interesting though. I like the show. Anything else you really wanted to hit on, Afton? Uh, nothing else for me. All right. Other thing is look out for new Lego Star Wars sets. They come out tomorrow, September 1st. We've got some of probably the highlight of this summer, if we're being honest here, folks. We've got all the Ahsoka sets, which are going to, I think, I think it's like, the, you know, if you put a wave of sets together, the Ahsoka wave, the Ahsoka series sets that we're getting is some of the best wave of sets we've gotten in probably the last 10 years. It's really good. These sets are, you know, again, I can't say this with confidence because I don't have all these sets in hand right now. But what I've seen from the characters, the minifigure selection, the build selection, the price points, it seems to be some of the best sets we could get. And then obviously we get the new gunship. The first time they're doing something unique and just first time in 10 years we're getting a gunship. So that's all very exciting coming out tomorrow. So look out for the reviews and also look out for uh, sets in your store if you guys want to pick them up as well. It's going to be uh, pretty exciting. Anything else? That's it for me. All right. With that, we hope you guys did enjoy this. Don't forget to hit that follow and download if you're on the podcast. I'm going to do a quick plug right now. Don't leave. Sports Baller Season 2. We do have a sports podcast. We've been on a break. Football is about to start up. Basketball is not too far away from starting up again. So Season 2 just premiered on Sports Ballers. It is two different words, and it is plural ballers. So go check that out, guys. We're back there talking sports, UFC, NFL, NBA, giving our predictions, talking news, just fun stuff of your sports fans. So go check that out on all podcast platforms exclusively. Uh, with that, again, we hope you guys enjoyed this, and we will see you guys next week here at the Stream for 7 and podcast when you're listening. See ya. Peace.